Hi, everybody. It's Mr. Gray here. We had another great week. It was hot this week. I'm hoping it cools down a little bit next week. Um, but yeah, another great week of school. Next week uh, is September 27th through August or October 1st. Um, and then the week after that, I just want to make a couple announcements about. So Starting next week, I have some conferences. And so whether you're conferencing next week, the Saturday after, or the actual conference week, whenever you're conferencing, just a reminder that they're on Zoom. The link um, to the, uh, the the Zoom meeting is tinyurl.com slash grayzoom6, and the passcode is gray. That's all on the updates page um, and should have been on um, the Calendly app that you signed up for that should have been there so if you look around you'll find it if you forget um so that's what's happening also the week of conferences even though i'm starting um conferences next week the week after is the actual week of conferences october 4th through 8th um that day that week is minimum days um monday wednesday thursday and friday those are all minimum days and tuesday there is no school um, at all uh, and then the wednesday october 6th uh, is picture day. I think they're going to send out more information about that, um, about like the time and all send out information next week, but I just wanted to give you a heads up that that's happening. Um, Dr. Ogden sent us a video from the Irvine Police Department just reminding kids about traffic safety and being safe in and around crosswalks um, and when they're on their bikes to wear a helmet, on their scooters, things like that. Uh, we watched it in class on Friday, September 24th, but it's there for you if you want to revisit ever um, or check it out. Uh, another thing coming up is on, I believe, Tuesday, September 28th, there is a Chipotle fundraiser um, where if you go to Chipotle that day, part of the money that you spend goes back to Santiago Hills. Um, I believe that's PTA. And then that is from 4 to 8 p.m. So if you order any food any of that time, I think you maybe have to be at the restaurant. I'm not sure, but there's a link on the updates page. Um, that has more information about that. And then I had this on last week, but there's a note from our PTA president about the book vending machine. Um, I'll be giving out as a prize, uh, like a token to the vending machine once a week, um, starting in October. Uh, but I think there's some other ways you can do that, but the information um, is linked right there. Okay, on to academics. As you can imagine, we're getting into like the full swing of things. We're like almost like at full speed in terms of academics. Not quite yet, but we're getting there. Um, in reading and writing, there's a lot going on, uh, as there probably always will be. But in reading, um, we're going to keep doing our first reading unit. In reading and writing, we have about two more weeks, and then we're going to switch. Um, but in reading, we're almost finished. The kids have been reading fiction books. Uh, on Monday, they're going to have a reading assessment. And that's really going to look at kind of what their progress has been. Obviously, when we talk about at conferences, like kind of what I'm seeing in terms of reading um, fiction. Um, and so they'll have that. We'll read a short story. Um, and then uh, they'll have to answer questions based on what they read um in certain things that we've been studying particularly predicting and retelling because one of the biggest things we're going over in third grade is we're not just reading words there's actual work my brain has to do um, that i'm doing and the three big things we've talked about are making a mental movie meaning as i'm reading i'm picturing exactly what's happening if the author is describing a winter scene I kind of have this picture in my mind that it's cold, maybe how it feels, there's snow on the ground, maybe it's snowing, it's dark. Like I'm making that mental movie as I'm reading. The second thing is predicting. Good readers make predictions as they go. Um, sometimes authors play with that because they know what your prediction is going to be. But good readers are always thinking about what might come next. And we use our knowledge of how books go 
So I've read lots of books. So I generally know how books go. And so I'm going to use that information as well as the information I have from my current book to predict what's going to happen next. And the last one is retelling them. This is a skill that's going to go on for years, but it's a great thing. Parents, you can practice at home. Um, the retelling process involves the kids telling you about like up to the point they've read, what are the most important parts in order? They're not focusing on one thing that happened. They're not telling you about everything that happened. If you're gonna, if you're gonna ask them like, what's happening in your book? They should tell you the most, the biggest thing that's happened, the most important things in order. And that's how we retell about books. Um, you could kind of think of it like a, um, like a summary. Um, is how we'll call it in later grades. Uh, but that's kind of what you're doing. So that's a great thing you guys can ask um, and, and just go, oh, is that the most important part of the story? Like what are the biggest parts of the story? Um, and you know, what happened in order are great things to ask. So that's what's happening um, in reading next week. That's a kind of a recap. But next week at the end of the week, we're kind of going to work on some decoding, of, like how to figure out um, what words mean. We're going to call it climbing the hurdle of hard words. And so we're going to use some strategies to climb that hurdle. One of them will be... Um, um, chunking the words. One of them will be using context clues. And then we're also going to go over some figurative language phrases. Um, over time, we're going to be going over some more high frequency words and talking about spelling and writing. Um, but this will be a really good intro to that. We have about two more weeks, approximately maybe two and a half weeks more of this first reading unit. And then we're going to switch to nonfiction. Um, and so just, again, keep that in mind. We'll ha I have a lot of nonfiction books in class and we'll have access to the library. Um, but in a few weeks, that's going to kind of switch. The books they're going to bring home are going to start to be nonfiction in a few weeks. In writing, we have a lot going on as well. As you can imagine, that'll be something we're going to talk about at conferences is writing as well as reading. Um, and then they're going to have a second published work. We're gonna, we're, that's going to be finished on Friday, September 24th. Uh, they will have their second published work finished. Um, and then so next week, we'll celebrate those. Um, the kids will get to read each other's uh, in a certain way and give compliments to each other and get to know what people are writing about and really celebrate their writing. Uh, and then we're also going to move on in this last part of writing before we change what we're focusing on in writing. Uh, we're going to kind of give the students back a little more control. Um, and instead of being focused on like, what am I teaching today? I want you to do that thing. Uh, it's really going to be more about the students knowing like, now that I wrote a draft, what do I need to do to improve? And it's going to be based on what we did before. So you can imagine they're going to have some options about things we have done before, ways we've revised, things we've added, and they're going to have to look at their own drafts and look at that list and just kind of figure out, hmm, like, what do I need to do? And that's really great practice. And then we're going to also lift our level of writing a little bit because instead of just writing a true story, um, we're going to try to focus in on a story that's been a problem. Um, and so it can't just be something that happened. We're going to try to think of where, when have I encountered a problem where I had to overcome it um, and what happened? Um, and so that's really hard because the kids are focusing on like one small moment. So in real time, maybe the whole story took place in just a few minutes, maybe 20 or 30 minutes. Like if I went back to that moment, um, but I also had to overcome a problem. So that's kind of like, we're going to really try to push that um, to get it to that place. But that's kind of what we're looking for for the next one. And they'll have one more published piece uh, in a week or two. 
uh, and that'll be three published pieces for this section. And then again, we're gonna move on in writing. We're probably gonna move on to information writing to go along with our nonfiction reading um, in a couple weeks. In math, um, very exciting. We kind of finish up this first part. This first part of the year was very focused on me gathering information, um, what students know and what they have problems with, reviewing some of those things from second grade. Um, that kind of I know kids run into trouble with with addition and subtraction and now two-step word problems and so we're actually going to move into our multiplication unit um, this is going to take a long time to get through as we are talking about multiplication different ways of thinking about multiplication and then into division and of course multiplication facts um, so you'll hear more information from me about that as we move on and some practice the kids can do at home and things like that. But they took a multiplication pre-assessment today. Um, next week, we're just going to start looking at groups of items and something called subitizing, which if you don't know, is like if I see, um, you know, like a four on a die on dice um, and it's organized in this like square, it's four dots in a square. I don't have to count each of those dots. I'm familiar with that picture, so I know that there's four. And then if I see multiple of those fours, I know that I can just count by fours um, to get there. That's like the idea of subitizing. I don't have to count individually. I just, there's some way that I know that that's the certain number. Um, and that's really important because we're going to be counting in groups because that ultimately is multiplication. It's repeated addition. It's groups over and over again. Um, and so we're going to be as a class kind of going over that and having language to talk about those things. Um, which will set us up for multiplication and math facts later on. So that's what's happening next week. Um, in social studies, we're finishing up uh, unit or yeah, our first chapter. Um, and that's going to be the last lesson is about ecosystems and resources that are used in California. Um, and then we're going to review and put something together. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like. We're going to put something together that goes over our first chapter, which was geographical features of California, regions of California, and then ecosystems and resources. And that's going to set us up for some of the work we're going to do as we go throughout the year in social studies. And then finally in science, the kids started as individuals. They're now in groups and they're going to be finishing up their pet umbrella projects. So they had uh, we studied about some different materials and they chose an animal by themselves and then in a group and they're going to have to actually make an umbrella that works for their pets. Now they're gonna have some options. Maybe they're gonna make a poster to show it. They might make it online. They might draw it. They might um, actually build it, um, but they're going to actually somehow make a pet umbrella that they can present and share to the class. I don't think we're gonna make it to presentations next week, um, but by the week after, I think the kids will be presenting their pet umbrella ideas uh, to our class. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. That's what's going on um, next week. Um, as always, if you have any questions, please let me know. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone at conferences. Um, I'm hoping at conferences I get to see parents and students together at the same time. And then also, if you have something you want to talk about specifically at a conference and you didn't tell me already, you can just shoot me an email before our conference, um, and that'll be great. So I hope everyone has a really great weekend, um, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.